At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, setup to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musick. And welcome this fine Monday morning, January uh, 23rd, 2012. This is Jillian Music, CEO coach at Webmaster Radio, wishing I were in sunny, uh, what is it, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where uh, Webmaster Radio is headquartered. We're going to talk today about the mindset of successful entrepreneurs. These are the folks who build successful companies out of their ideas. What is it that separates those people who have brilliant ideas from those people who are able to turn those ideas into companies? Now, I know there are folks who say, and I do as well, that genius or brilliance is born every minute. It graduates from college every day. No problem. The question is, can you show up? So I would say certainly that one of the attributes of a successful entrepreneur is this attribute of uh, fortitude, personal fortitude, the ability to show up every day, to put one foot in front of the other, even when it's not fun. So we're going to talk about some deeper things, though, about the mindset of successful entrepreneurs. What is it that they do, either consciously or unconsciously, that enables them to accomplish their goals? Now, I would say that this has something to do with things like the health sector, the weight loss sector, uh, the fitness sector, and so on. They talk about these things constantly. And I just heard again this morning somebody in the fitness sector talking about setting these kinds of goals. But it occurs to me that it is the same process that entrepreneurs use as they move forward in building their ideas. So let's get started. The first thing I note is that there is a sense of confidence among the people who build their own company. Sometimes it is considered arrogance. It depends on how it's displayed. And sometimes it's very gentle and sweet and uh, delightful and sociable. And, you know, folks who are good at social media, that kind of thing. Um, but however it displays itself, 
there is an inner confidence that emanates from CEOs. The question is, if you have an idea and you're trying to build a company, can you actually cultivate that thing? The answer is absolutely yes. The concept of confidence comes through the language we use, the voice we use, and our own body language. So it is the choice of words, it's the cadence of the language, even the depth of the voice, and the body language we use with it. All of those are acts of choice. At the moment, you may not be thinking about them, and at the moment, you may even think about them and what happens is not to your pleasure. But seriously, if you focus on those things, it's a little bit, I guess, also like Alcoholics Anonymous. Fake it till you make it, right? The same concept applies here. What you're really doing... So I would suggest that if you consider the choice of words you use and use words that demonstrate confidence and clarity you become more confident and you are more clear when you're trying to explain what you're doing. Both of those things will feed on themselves and build your confidence as well. The second thing, and of course it builds success if you can be clear about it, the second thing is to consider whether you're consistently asking questions, whether you are modifying your statements and whether you want to, and sometimes, by the way, that does not demonstrate a lack of confidence. It merely demonstrates great confidence and a willingness to be gracious about another person's point of view. Right? The third thing would be whether or not you have a shrill voice, a deep voice, a declarative voice, or a whining voice. And the voice you have is often accompanied by the choice of words. So choosing not to say, I wish this, I'm not going to let that stop me, uh, the other guy didn't do right by me, and so on, all the negativism actually confuses, if you will, the subconscious brain. And again, one hears this again and again from the health sector to the sports sector to all kinds of other achievement things. But it applies as well to folks who are becoming CEOs, if you will, shouldering the mantle of the responsibility of CEOs. Okay? And as you do that, as you recognize that you're moving from a single individual to the leader of your own company, and you are now a leader of men and women, right? then the choice of words becomes ever more important. The subconscious brain, whether it's yours or your staff's or your investors or your bank or whatever it is, is not going to listen to the negative. So if you say things like, I'm not going to let it stop me, it hears, it will stop me. Or let it stop me. Think about those kinds of things. I'm not going to let it happen is understood as let this happen or this happen. In other words, this will happen. So, again, think about your choice of words. I would avoid the concept of conquering enemies, of beating the other guy, of winning against something. Think about your benchmarks as personal benchmarks. And consider how to create positive goals inside your own mind, carefully and thoughtfully, and then keep those repeating in your own brain so that you're confident and comfortable when explaining those goals to others. One, 
you don't sound either like an idiot or sports fanatic as opposed to an entrepreneur in the tech sector. And neither will you sound as if you're simply trying to beat something else that's out there. You are building your own concepts and your own ideas. It's far more powerful to build what you have than to beat against something that exists. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about the kinds of thoughts that are engendered in confident CEOs, the kinds of things I'm hearing again and again as I interview CEOs around the world and how they develop this concept of a winning attitude. This is Jillian Nisik at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Hey, it's Brasco for WebmasterRadio.fm, and here's some advice. Are your online conversions getting more clicks than conversions? If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you need to go to Conversion Conference West, March 5th through 6th. Learn from leading conversion experts like Tim Ash, Roger Dooley, Jared Spool, BJ Fogg, and Steve Krug. Hear about the latest strategies from turning web visitors into customers from 26 dynamic sessions with conversion optimization leaders. Sign up for Conversion Conference by going to conversionconference.com or click Clicking on their ad on our website, and when you register, use promo code WMFM and get a 10% discount on your pass. Conversion Conference West in San Francisco, March 5th through 6th. Go to conversionconference.com and use the promo code WMFM and get 10% off. Don't miss it. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on Webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about the attributes of successful CEOs, how they accomplish their goals of building a a successful business, if you will, a profitable business out of their ideas, and perhaps why those who don't practice these things can't do it. Some of this is completely um, subconscious. Some CEOs don't acknowledge that they do what they do or they think what they think. They simply do it, and they simply think it. So perhaps these guys would be something we call born CEOs. It's possible. 
I would suggest that it's something that is uh, a learned process, perhaps in childhood, perhaps from one's upbringing, and those would be assets of successful CEOs. They have had role models, and even when they don't acknowledge it uh, mindfully, they realize that they've had uh, folks behind them that they could emulate. But those of us who perhaps didn't, or from sectors of the society that simply didn't have any uh, contact with successful CEOs or even successful folks in middle management of larger companies, we can still learn these kinds of processes. The first thing I would talk about is the setting of goals. As you set goals for your company, you probably write things like a business plan or a marketing plan or at least a list of things that you're going to accomplish in the coming months. If you don't, you've already stubbed your toe. Do so. Write them down. Type them down, whatever it takes, right? But don't just think about it. You have to write it down. And the reason is, once it is codified, once you have physically written it with your hand, one, it is a process of uh, brain-to-hand you know, stuff. It, it, it codifies it. It makes it deeper in your system. And that's number one. That's just personal. But the second thing is that you need to be able to demonstrate it to others. So you need to be able to express it clearly. Not all of this stuff is woo-woo. Right? It goes hand in glove with what is expected of you by, again, investors, banks, customers, and, of course, a staff. So, as you write down these goals, they are certainly changeable at any time. I would write them always in the positive, never against something else. So, you want to say things like, we will be the world's largest provider of whatever instead of we will beat the competition. We will be the world's largest provider. We will be the best resource thing. We are capable of writing the best code, marketing the toughest projects, uh, accomplishing everything we need to with the resources we have. We are capable. Again, we say that we are, not that we hope we are, or we're not going to let anything else stop us. So, again, write and speak in the positive, focusing on very specific goals as well as the grandiose ones, mission statements as well as uh, annual and quarterly goals, and make sure that your staff is doing the same. As a leader, the most successful CEOs I see all around the world always are able to pass on this skill unwittingly to their team members. They think of their staff not as people who work for them, but people who work with them. They think of the people who work with them as their responsibility emotionally. It is their responsibility to make sure that the emotional health of their own staff is in good shape. Surprised or even nonplussed, and they think about it for a while, and they say, well... I guess we do give speeches or we do send out emails or whatever it is they say they do. And when they talk about those processes of communicating with the staff or even one-on-one, -on -one, they say, yeah, I guess I do. I, I encourage them because I know that we can build. And then they get all excited themselves about whatever it is they're going to do. And I can see that that excitement, the positive excitement, is infectious. And that is how they enhance the emotional health of the team that works with them. So, a couple of things that I find intriguing are this is this concept of um, 
practicing this envisioning of what you will be and what the company will be. One can call it a mission statement because that's the broad goals, or you can even say that you can accomplish smaller goals along that and you're envisioning them. Okay, so again, that's kind of a woo-woo word, but at the same time, it's also a reporting word. Think about it again as hand in glove. The concepts behind the processes that successful CEOs do is what we're focused on today. So this practice of envisioning, I would start with where do you expect to be in 10 years? Really, what do you expect to be doing? What city do you expect to be in? Do you expect to travel? Do you expect to speak publicly? Do you expect to be running a successful organization? How many people work there? What does the office look like? Uh, what are the daily tasks? What would your tasks be in such a scenario? Think about all of those things. The more clearly you can flesh it out, the more clearly it comes to pass. Right? And you may be surprised along the way. Your company may be in a different city. You may not have as big a company. You may have one that's much bigger than you thought. Right? All of those things are possible. This is not, as I said, you know, creating stuff out of thin air. But there is nothing on this planet that exists without thought, word, and deed. You must think about it first. Then you really must codify it into words. And then it comes around to pass. If you can't explain what you're doing, nobody is ever going to get behind you and do it with you. Nobody's ever going to fund you and get it done with you. All right? So you must get from your own thoughts to clear words. And the words must be positive and convincing. If you can't wrap your head around it, there's hardly a way you can expect anybody else to wrap their heads around it. So that does make some sense, right? Now, as you think about this stuff in five years or ten years and what you'll be doing and what your staff is doing and what your company might be producing, again, these things may change over time. That's okay. Rewire, reset, and go on. But always think in positive. Always explain it to others in the positive And work for clarity. That's the other thing that I find that a CEO will do on a regular basis. We're going to take one more break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the clarity with which CEOs of successful companies are able to explain what they do and what they are asking others to do, what piece of it that you have in that pie. And we'll see how that all comes together to form successful companies. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes... Link Building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The Ninjas are coming. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. It's time for the 2012 SCS Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple. New York City. SCS New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. SCS New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SCS New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Taushik. Don't delay. Come to SCS New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We're talking and do in order to, oh, and encourage others to do in order to build their successful companies out of the ideas they've had. We're trying to distinguish between those who have ideas and cannot build companies and those who have ideas and do. So, a couple of things. Uh, they practice this concept of envisioning. They know what they want to build. They adjust the vision as needed based on current macro and microeconomics. So macroeconomics means the economic situation around them. And microeconomics, of course, is the economics of the business itself, whether you're funded, getting funding, more funding, less funding, etc. They communicate all of this clearly to investors, staff, and customers. As they envision, what we're really saying is they're working through it. They are thinking through the process of what is required to accomplish the goal with the resources they have available, even when those resources are very small. Once they've noodled through that problem, they are able to clearly express that to people who are either investing or customers or, of course, staff. All of these people must buy into the concept and have a good feeling about it, like this guy knows what he's talking about, he's thought it through, or she's got a handle on it, and she can make it happen. And then finally, they work to accomplish stepping stone goals to achieve these larger goals. The largest goal, of course, is the mission itself, the large vision of whatever it is that drives your company. And that says uh, perhaps it's not making a product or providing a service, but looking at the purpose of that uh, service or product to your customer base. So that's the largest goal. Then, as you look at corporate goals, you say, all right, again, we're going to be the largest provider of this or the best provider of that and so on. That's fine, but the specificity comes in whatever it is you're providing. Okay. The next piece would be that the CEOs don't just come up with this on the fly. They do take time out to think about it. They take time to think about visions and tactics on an annual basis in a larger sense. 
I have spoken to CEOs who say they take, like Bill Gates did, an entire week to go quietly into the wilderness and just go think somewhere. That's fine, wherever you want to do it, from your basement to out in some cottage to uh, you know, wherever you want to go. All right. The next thing is if you can't get away for that kind of time, and there are many of us who can't, especially in the early days of our companies, and I don't think those most successful CEOs that I spoke to did so in the very earliest days of their companies, but if you can't, you must do so at least on a weekly basis. Take an hour and think on your own quietly. It doesn't matter if you're on a bus or a train. It doesn't matter if you're out walking. It doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night. But if you mindfully set time aside not to be interrupted and think through deeper thoughts on this stuff, it will give you time to work through the Gordian knot of what kind of interim goals must be achieved in order to achieve the larger goal of building this company. That time alone will give you clarity of vision that you can now express to your staff and to investors and so on. The next thing is that the successful CEOs manage to ingrain this process so that they do it daily. Now, there's a really interesting thing. Everyone I've spoken to tells me that every day, even through the toughest times, they were able to keep their eye on the ball. They were able to keep their eye on a greater vision, and often they use that word vision. I was able to keep my eye on the bigger vision or the bigger view is what I'm hearing. They take time off to see what it is, and they do so daily, even when the stuff is hitting the fan, and sometimes especially. So as you're looking at the daily tasks that you're involved in, as you tend to manage by uh, micromanagement and management by crisis management, whatever needs to be done instantly now, Always keep your eye on this larger goal for the annual goal and then for your 10-year goal. It will help you to clarify what tasks need to be done now and which ones can be put off till later. The hottest thing I heard from successful CEOs was that this ability to keep the larger vision in mind on a daily basis enabled them to accomplish things that were focused on that larger goal at least once a day, sometimes more. If they didn't, they would continue to spin their wheels in small companies, not succeeding as they had hoped to, but always dealing with crisis management. So they get to the point where even in times of stress, they're able to put things in order, priority order, and get things done that are most important. And that's the hottest tip for being a successful CEO. Keep your eye on the ball, on the farthest farthest ball. Know clearly what it is you're trying to accomplish and what it will look like. Change as needed according to the micro and and macroeconomic state of things around you. And manage things, not just for today, but with the goal in mind. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm slash CEO Coach or through iTunes. Till next week, we'll be back. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.